0: what's up pals welcome to episode 64 super nerd pals in this episode we talk about some exciting dragon ball related news dungeons and dragons and stan's newest obsession doom so kick back relax and enjoy the episode peace
1: And this is episode 64 of Super Nerd Pals.
2: I'm Andy Carasquillo. I'm Stan Gadarski. And I'm Chris Sampson.
1: Yeah. Woo. What's up, guys?
2: I am over the peak of my um, schoolwork. Whew. So I'm coasting into the finish line now, and let's hope that I pass. That's that's where I'm at right now. When this episode goes live, I'll be done with classes. And then it's just sitting waiting to, to find what the results of my grades are, but fingers crossed. Since then, I bought myself Uncharted Four and Doom as a little pre "You Made It" gift. <laughs> you got through it, you survived, that kind of thing. So I've been I've been playing those this week.
0: Nice. What about you, Chris? It's been a busy week working and enjoying my nerdy job still and still posting. Dungeons and Dragons and anime memes and I get paid for it and it's amazing and this past weekend I went up to Westchester PA to have a reunion with a bunch of my friends from college So we just played like Magic the Gathering and D&D and just watched anime and South Park like the entire weekend I had a barbecue. It was awesome.
1: Oh my god. That sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, so it was really good and like Stan Treated myself, I also got a copy of Uncharted Four. I pre-ordered doom as well. I've just been so busy I haven't had time to play that yet, but I'm really excited because both both of them have been getting really good reviews, and I would like to do some let's play videos for the channel
1: so uh, yeah, how about you? well, I've been busy working and looking for an apartment. Good news is I finally found an apartment Woo-woo. so Woo! I'm gonna start that process of moving. So until then, I don't think I'm gonna be doing anything. Like, which sucks. Yeah, um, you haven't even watched Civil War yet. I haven't, I haven't watched Civil War. I haven't read any comics. Haven't played any games. It's been like a power struggle through, but it's for the better. Like both of these guys, I got the, uh, I got Uncharted, and today I was able to pick up Doom. 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 So. Unfortunately, can't play either of them until done moving. But, I got them.
2: I feel yeah. your pain. That's so all that matters. I feel your pain because the past month or so, I've been on lockdown as I've been writing papers and shit. But now I'm finally finally free and yeah. that's why I can enjoy myself a little if bit. If you guys
1: wondering why I didn't wait to just pick up the games until I, I can actually play them. Uh, Uncharted, I wound up getting the, the collector's edition with the statue. And with Doom... GameStop was doing a promotion where if you trade in game, you get 50% extra store credit for Doom. So yeah. I wound up doing that.
0: Nice. Yep. I'm under severe pressure to finish both games in like a week. Because uh, Overwatch comes out in eight days. And once, once that happens, I'm done. I, you're not going to see me play ever. Actually,
1: oh yeah, yeah, Overwatch comes out a week from tomorrow.
2: Chris, mm-hmm. once you start playing Doom, you're going to forget about Overwatch.
0: Oh, I don't Overwatch. know, dude. Dude, you, have you played the Overwatch beta? Yeah, it's it's Battleborn. And it's Overwatch. Well, it's more TF2, but... Actually, Listen, I haven't tried
2: Battleborn. Um, Team, Battle Team Fortress 2 was one of my favorite games ever. So if what you're yeah. saying is true, but that's... I have very high standards for games that <laughs> Overwatch claim to Team like like Fortress 2. Overwatch is basically
0: Team Fortress 2, but Blizzard's version... With more female characters, and it's amazing. Listen, is there a spy? Can you just fucking disguise yourself and stab
2: people in the back? Cause that was the shit. Oh, you dude, know, you can do so many
0: more cooler things than that. It's you, there's this there's this um, Egyptian mecha chick. She has jet packs and she fires missiles out of her back. And there's uh, there's like ninjas, and then there's tracer. She and she's like the, basically the mascot where she has like dually laser pistols. Oh, it's so good. And this is Overwatch, right? Not Battle. It, this is Overwatch. Oh Battleborn. <laughs> Battleborn got. I mean, like, I mean, Overwatch is not even out yet, but Battleborn has been completely crushed by the Overwatch beta. It's kind of, it's kind of sad. I really want to try Overwatch,
2: but I just got two games. You can try it when I get it. Okay, I'm getting it I'll, next I'll, week. I'll do that, and and then at the end of next month is two games: No Man's Sky at the end of June and Tokyo Mirage Sessions for the Wii U.
0: Oh, shit. That's
2: true. So I don't know how, like, the way you're describing Overwatch, Chris, I want to play it, but, like, when when the hell? Maybe maybe I'll trade in Uncharted once I finish it, once I'm completely done with it, and then I'll move on. But I don't know.
0: Well, with, I mean, like, TF2, it's, Overwatch is a pick-me-up game. Like, the games are really short. They're... I'd say, like, between 15-20 minutes, and there's also similar scenarios, like, you have to escort a bomb from one end of the map to the other, or you have to... It's like a, sort of like a King of the Hill kind of a scenario where you have to defend and capture points. But, dude, it is seriously addicting. Like I, like, we, like, I talked about in the past episodes, I got in really late in the beta. I only played it for two nights, but I could not stop playing. It was... It's it's just so freaking good, so fun, so the the graphics are amazing, and the characters the characters are so over the top and wild, and there's so the play styles are really really different. Yeah, it's just oh my god, I I, I I'm just, I, I'm I'm seriously withdrawing. Like you have no idea how badly I am I'm like craving it for it to be eight days from now. Well, I guess
1: we'll see when Stan actually gets to play it what his thoughts on it are.
0: Yeah, because like I
2: said, TF2 is. Really high up there. It was one of my favorite first-person shooters. Like, honestly. So, we'll see.
1: Newsflash! 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 <laughs> pew! Pew! <laughs> the pew-pew noise. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z has some weird-ass countdown clock on some website. Flythroughtime.com
2: So, by the time this episode goes live, this countdown will be over. But we're still including it here because we, we're maniacs when it comes to Dragon Ball Z. And I think it'll be fun to try to guess at what this is and see if we were right. And then, the and
1: then you guys at home can watch this or listen to this episode and be like, "You're fucking morons because this is what it is. Well, it I'm was so it. obvious,
0: guys. Get over it." I was like, "I'm ah. calling it.
2: It's Xenoverse Two. That's what I think." You got the the URL is fly through time, and when you go to the website, it shows all these different images and cover arts from from past Dragon Ball Z games and movies. And etc. The only thing missing from that lineup in recent recent releases is is the first Xenoverse. So it's it's between that or, or the localization of fusions. And there's no way would they would do all this bullshit, set up a website, whatever. If it, they're just localizing, which they should do anyway, that should still be coming. But I would be insane. Maybe they'll
1: reveal it as like a side note, like Xenoverse two and localization of Dragon Ball Fusion.
2: I'm happy with that. Like. Honestly, Xenoverse is probably my favorite Dragon Ball yeah, game. Yeah, Xenoverse is fucking great. I think it's my favorite one to date. So, I'm anticipating a sequel and more time travel shit, more more fightin', more cu- customization stuff for your guy and less RNG bullshit. Yeah. Less random chance bu- cuz that was the worst part. Random drops, yeah. Yeah, that was the worst part, but everything else
1: or at least make the drops a little higher rated yeah exactly uh and then the the third possibility is a movie maybe yeah.
2: well it's Bandai Namco though
0: yeah well the website is sponsored by both toei animation and Namkai bando but like the fact that namkai bando their their logo's on the site i mean unless unless it's like some triple threat where it's like bam Xenoverse two a brand new movie and localization for fusions I mean if that was if it's like a, if it's that that'll be Listen, if I'm this shit is like a
2: triple fucking whammy, sign me up. New movie! New game localization. I'm I'm ready. Um I'm so ready for it. Announce it all. We're we are too high we're, on horse. We're overdue for a new console Dragon Ball game anyway, so it's time. It's time.
1: Alright, well speaking Get it? of time? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of games, Pokemon X and uh well not X and Y. Whoa, where are Pokemon you? Pokemon Sun Whoa. and Moon. You're got an announcement time. that we didn't get to speak about, which is uh, they revealed the starter Pokemon and the cover arts and the two legendaries.
2: And the location, which is based on Hawaii.
1: Yeah. I knew that was coming based on the strange souvenir, so, so, souvenir that they gave you in X and Y. Mm. I, I kind of called that one. But the starters look great. The legendaries look great. The fucking game looks great.
0: Listen. So much hype.
2: What I say about my wild birdmen?
1: Oh, <laughs> Pokemon I,
2: Moon! Your, your so theory have, holds up, man. Your we have clearly
1: talked about wild birdmen, and Pokemon Moon got the newest of wild birdmen.
2: And boy, is this a butte.
1: Oh my God, he looks fucking amazing! This, it kind of looks like a mix between like Dracula and a <laughs> and like I don't even know. This shit just looks godly,
2: like a like a crazy Dracula bat moon guy See, i've always always always
1: for whatever reason wound up picking the underdog as like my favorite legendary of the two always but wild birdman takes the cake on this yeah i wild mean like, don't Man's
0: get me the sky, about to shoot lasers it's gonna be awesome don't get me wrong
2: buff as hell mufasa sun lion looks awesome too but i just i can't with the the fucking symphony of the night motherfucker over here on on the moon cover <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about those starters, huh? We right, got so.
1: Well, let's give out the uh,
0: the names. All right, so we let's got give heat out tech. the official names, and then <laughs> our our S and P approved names. Oh, they don't
1: have the uh, the the names for the um the two legendaries. Not yet. Well, anyway, the starters are Rollit, the flying grass Pokemon. Little, it's an owl,
2: little grass owl, with a so
1: little adorable. Then there's Litten, the fire cat. It's, and, lit.
0: Uh, it's, so it's lit. It's lit. It's lit.
1: Actually, that I showed my girlfriend the starters and she pointed him out and was like, "It's lit." And I was like, <laughs> "Do you know their names?" And she was like, "No." I was like, "Yo, that's fucking amazing." And then
2: ah uh, the the little clown sea lion, mermaid. The, li- the little clown mermaid.
1: Papuyo speaks to me. <laughs> okay. I need this goddamn All right, thing. All right. All right. As as amazing as roll it and lit, lit and look, Pablio stole the show from me.
0: Yo, I, I just gotta I gotta give a high five to the internet. Like one day or two days after it was released, there's been oh, thousands the of fan arts and yeah. memes. It's the, amazing. the fan arts
2: were going on day of. Like yeah. that thing was announced and then there was like all this fan art just hitting hitting Twitter and I'm like, What how what? They were like it was like people were waiting with a tablet in hand. Just for just for this trailer to drop, mm. and man, we got so we got Grass Hoot. we got Heat Cat, and we got Sea Dog. Now I know what you're picking, Andy. You're pick- oh yeah, you're picking Sea Dog. Um, you already know. I'm teaming Heat you're, Cat all the you're way. You're doing Heat Cat. I want to say Grasshoot because he he's so cute. But I I my listen.
1: We already know you're playing Moon. Yeah. So
2: now we just need to know your starter. All right. <laughs> my brain says. He cat, my heart says grasshoot. So, what your heart says? I don't know yet.
1: Well, I guess we'll see because everyone, this happened with X and Y, everyone was on Team Finnegan. And everyone hated the way that uh, Froki looked. And I loved Froki from the start. Once the final evolutions came out, everyone, like, fucking bandwagoned Froaky and abandoned Finnegan. Maybe that'll be the same. Maybe everyone's on Team Heat Cat, but then everyone's gonna abandon him to to Team Grasshoot.
2: It really depends on who the final evolutions look like. Because
1: I think Litten's. I'm calling it. Rollit's final evolution's gonna remain Grass Flying. Litten is gonna be Dark uh, Dark Fire, and then Piplio is gonna be Ice Ice Water. I'm has has there been a Dark Fire yet? Yeah. Hondoom. Oh, I yeah. love
2: Hondoom. is Houndoom. awesome. Um, has there been a cat Pokemon that's had more than two evolutions before? No. So this is going to be the first cat that's got three evolutions. Yep. I'm ready. She's <laughs> like SpongeBob. It's going to be this cat, Litten. And then it's going to be like a sleek, long like majestic cat for the second evolution and the third one's gonna be a fat ass just sitting on the couch that's gonna be the third evolution for Lytton. well just too much friskies
1: well based off the name Litton, it's fire like it's a fire cat like an actual cat so i'm i'm expecting what you're saying like a
2: fat ass cat it's gonna be garfield <laughs> just the very last one
1: it's gonna have a word bubble in its evolution that says i hate mondays <laughs>
2: <laughs> gonna be holding lasagna
1: all right also, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go got the beta US release for the beta. Um, I signed up. I signed up. We're all signed up. We're done. Now it's Is, just a matter of who's getting picked.
2: Yes. It's like a lottery, right? They're yep. not... Yeah. Okay. So that's that.
1: And <sighs> That's all the Pokemon news.
2: All right. So you should do this. Last one. bit of news today. Hollywood Reporter, I think it was, broke, broke this exclusive that Harley Quinn's going to get a solo movie. And Margot Robbie, who plays Harley Quinn, is going to star and produce. And the story goes that Margot Robbie, while researching Harley Quinn, started reading the comic books, became a huge fan, and decided that Harley Quinn needed a solo movie and needed to get more female DC heroes and villains together and make a whole ensemble. And it's rumored that it's going to also have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, which is awesome. And... Though it's not 100% concern, um, confirmed, since they said villains, I'm thinking who better than Catwoman and Poison Ivy? Gotham City. So Science. we haven't
1: we haven't gotten a new Catwoman, and we've never seen Poison Ivy on the big screen no. since since you were yeah. there. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So they need faithful updates. Yeah. Now, and I, I'm I'm so excited to have an actual actual Batgirl and not. The garbage Batgirl that we got in Batman and Robin. Do
1: you know that what that means? All we need now is an updated Robin.
2: We're getting it. It's happening. It's happening. Well,
1: it has to happen.
2: It's Jared Leto.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto's not Robin. He's Red Hood. Okay. We're, we're calling this. We confirmed it. All right. Wait, I, wait, wait we, which Robin?
0: You, you, do you want like Dick Grayson Robin or like Tim Drake Robin? Or? I want like Tim Drake because if they're already
1: doing... Uh... Jason Todd, we need we need a Drake, and they need to throw Nightwing somewhere in there. I need Dick.
2: You need I'm dick. all about the Dick. Imagine a, a Dick solo movie, <sighs> Nightwing. So good.
1: Or just called Dick?
2: <laughs> Night- dick. Dick the movie. How about this? Nightwing and Batgirl, the movie.
0: Ooh, that team up. <laughs> yo, yo, Andy, dream casting, dream casting for Nightwing and Batgirl right now.
2: I got I got one for Batgirl actually.
0: Who you got for bad girl?
2: Okay, um, between two, uh, Emma Stone, right? But I'm leaning more towards Amelia Clark, Daenerys Targaryen as bad girl, because I'm 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 looking at her and and I, for me, like Emma Stone, I feel it could pull it off, but Amelia Clark, she was Sarah Connor, man, she can lead the birds of prey. She let she mother of dragons can lead the birds of prey. There you go, Amelia Clark.
1: I can I can get behind I really, that. I don't really have anyone as a pick for for Nightwing. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> I'll tell you who I don't want: Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. He's
0: too old. Not, He's too old. I think.
1: No, that whole Dark Knight bullshit with his name being Robin. No, <laughs> no, no,
0: not <laughs> well, amusing. Well, they're me. not. They're not gonna do it. Pissed me anyway. off.
1: Pissed me off. Did you see the fan art that's going around of like Ben Affleck Batman, but um. It's saying Under the Red Hood. And then when you look at the featured names, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's name is on it. No, he's not Robin. Fuck you. <laughs> I feel very strongly about that. I feel like they deceived me. And as a like a huge Robin fan, I am completely against Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing a Robin. I'm trying to think
2: of who would play a good uh, dick. And I, I don't know. What is,
0: Chris, you got any ideas? If Nightwing has to skew younger, because like I said, Joseph gordon levy he's too old. Uh, you yeah, know, I'm really drawing a blank. It's kind of bad. Um, um, I really think
1: that the dude that plays Red Arrow in in Arrow, oh Robbie Robbie Ml, he Amell? would. No, no Robbie Ml is uh Firestorm. Oh, I'm sorry, Colin Haynes. I think Colin Haynes would play a really good Nightwing. He has that look. I can see it. He has the personality, like even even when he first came on Arrow as a uh, Red Arrow, I was like, "God damn, they casted him for the wrong role." Because he's definitely Nightwing. Um,
2: well that, like that'll be really hard to pull off once they do the Crisis movie, though.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> true.
2: Which I'm still sticking to. That's what they're gonna do. Also, sidebar: Supergirl's coming to CW season two. Supergirl's gonna join the Arrowverse,
1: which means. I will start watching Supergirl. <laughs> and she will be on Hulu now.
2: Oh, snap. Need to have that TV Justice League right now. Green Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, TV Trinity. Um, I actually called that
1: earlier in the week. My friend told me that Supergirl got moved to CW. So we got Supergirl on Mondays. Tuesdays is Flash. Wednesdays is Arrow. Thursday is his Legends of Tomorrow, and he was like, All we need is a Friday slot, and I was like, That Friday slot is reserved for Justice
2: League. I feel like, or I feel like they what? should bring
0: back Constantine and bring him back to CW. Yeah, you know
2: what I was going <laughs> to say? Friday is Justice League Dark. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh that my God. Holy
2: Occult stuff. Oh my God. Constantine, Zatanna, Dr. Fate. Atrigan, Come on, bring in the that Demon. Would be sick.
0: Oh, yes. so game over. Swamp
2: Thing. Come on, it's time. Give
0: me that Justice League Dark. I know, I heard for the longest time, Guillermo del Toro wanted to make a Justice League Dark movie. and like, yes, do it! Please! And nothing ever really happened or materialized out of that, so. They're like C-list slash D-list
2: magic characters. They could pull off a Guardians of the Galaxy with their oh, Justice League Dark. Oh, I think Dark. so,
1: completely. Yeah. Alright, All right, well, that's News flash. That's enough with news.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Blowing the finger guns. Topic uh, one.
1: Topic one.
0: Who who won it? Who won? Who, who won, won it? Um. So, like I mentioned before at the top of the episode, uh, my topic for this week is um. We're talk- we're gonna talk about Dungeons and Dragons because that was the one of the big highlights of my weekend, and I don't think we talked about Dungeons and Dragons ever before on this podcast. I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for on and off uh, since I guess middle school. No, even before that, like elementary school. Like, I remember the first time I ever played. I was in the Boy Scouts. And one of the older scouts, he uh, was also a nerd like us, and he brought me in, and my first time playing Dungeons and Dragons was version 3.5, and it was just so much fun. Uh, for those who don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, it's uh, a pen and paper RPG based on a D20 system, so what that means... Popularized by Vin Diesel. Yes, exactly. Like Oh yeah, bu- by the way, Critical Role, that's an amazing d series you should all watch. What Stan is referring to, there's this one episode where D&D was releasing a new a new character class called the Witch Hunter, and Vin Diesel's Witch Hunter movie was coming out around the same time. So the team at Critical Role, like Matt Mercer, um, they brought Vin Diesel on for like a mini quest, and Vin Diesel was throwing critical hits, like he was rolling d twenties like every every other turn and killing monsters like like it was nothing. It was pretty epic. But yeah, all it is it's it's just a bunch of bunch of your friends getting around the table with a, with all your snacks and you're just you're just telling stories and your imagination is just can take you anywhere. So, I I always had a lot of fun playing D and D over the years. I don't I don't I haven't played as much as I as I was like because it's always hard trying to figure out schedules where everyone can be at the same time because like, if you're gonna do D and D. The best parts to do it in person. Um, there are a lot of a lot of cool tools nowadays. It's really easy to play D and D remotely. Um, so there's like Skype. Uh, there's one specific program called I think it's called uh, Roll D twenty. It's, it's like an online Skype ish platform which makes online remote play extremely easy. I've been really getting back into DD, D and D, especially this past weekend. Like I I played one campaign last year with my friend Kevin. But this is the first time I, I played uh, with my friends in a very long while and I just, just having the perfect group of friends just to like goof off and also having a really good DM or dungeon master to craft like an amazing story, it's just, it's just so much fun. We played 5th edition, which is the the latest one. It came out I think 2000, I want to say like late 2014, I could be wrong, I'm sorry uh, in advance for all your d out there. Um, but what's great about 5th edition is it streamlines a lot of the rules. Most people, they would say like 3.5 edition was like one of the best, but it was pretty complex with the rules. With 5th edition, they streamlined a lot of the rules. So it's very accessible to beginners. And they also do a lot of awesome pre-constructed characters and quests. So, oh, also with 5th edition, there's new there's new races and classes. Uh, they added like, Dragonborn so or so you're basically like a like a like a half dragon half human kind of character so I, w- I was playing like a Dragonborn sorcerer and it was just so much fun I, I know a couple times in the past us as super Nerd pals we wanted to do an SP game night we were, we we're trying to throw around the idea of doing like a Dungeons and Dragons game like I don't know like weekly or bi-weekly or monthly how our, our schedules work out that's ser- that's seriously something I would love to do. I don't know. It's just—it's just—it's just so much fun with D and D. You don't have to be so so much so tied up with the rules. I mean, it's always in the end. I mean, there's there, there are guidelines, but it, it boils down to like the house rules set down by the DM. So like just just have fun with it. You know, just create your own uh, fantastic story uh, in your world. If I could run my own D uh, my own D and D campaign like three or four weeks ago. Wizards of the Coast, for the first time ever, they announced a crossover between and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. So I think it was like three episodes ago we were talking about Magic the Gathering. And they released a really, really cool expansion. So now D&D, you're able to use the world of Zendikar as a campaign setting. And for a reminder, Zendikar is like Magic the Gathering's interpretation of, of the Cthulhu mythos. So these these crazy eldritch horrors are populating in the world and everyone has to band together to destroy them. So I would love to run a campaign in that setting.
1: That sounds pretty fucking sick.
0: Yeah. So I, I guess, like, uh, I don't know how well-versed you guys are in D&D, but just, like, if you could run your own campaign, what would it be? So, like, I assume, like, you guys would like to make, like, I don't know, some campaigns set in Gotham City or Star Wars Universe or or Dragon Ball.
1: hmm if if I had to if I had to do any mine would be a zombie zombie one, one. a zombie there are, there's there's some yeah. good ones
0: like yeah actually D D has like quite a few like urban f- urban based campaigns yeah like urban fantasy or you, know, you could have like straight up like survival horror kind of campaigns
1: all right if we have if we have to be real it's gonna be Resident Resi- Evil resident Evil D dude that'd be awesome yeah. City hell yeah just exploring raccoon city taking on zombies liquors, tyrants
2: finding the keys with the with the shield on it and it's like it doesn't fit in the door you want and you're like what the fuck's going on over here if i gotta go back down this hallway and you turn around and it's like a, a dude jumps through a window and you're like fuck this then, shit then, man where's my zombie, ink ribbon
1: then a zombie that you you kill before is suddenly gone and comes back in a different room as a crimson head
2: yeah or you walk you walk in the thing and there's a dude like fucking hunched over by the fucking closet I'm like i know that guy's gonna get up what the fuck i'm not gonna go over there but you gotta <laughs> over there, because there's a fucking ink ribbon that you need to save the game. And they put it right there on purpose. So the fucking guy's gonna get up and scare you. Fucking resume. <laughs> what about you, Stan? Alright, um, so um, you're you're a dragonborn and you gotta find your, your deadbeat dragon dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it pretty much plays out like an episode of Mori. <laughs>
2: yeah, sort of.
1: Dragon Daddy,
0: you are not the daddy. <laughs> he like
2: burns down the studio.
0: That sounds legit, Stan. I'm looking forward to that campaign. <laughs> but Stan, I would see you. You could tol- I would see you running a Star Wars campaign. Oh, I totally would.
2: If I had, I'm gonna have more time, and then I'm gonna get a job, and then I don't know how much time I'm gonna have. Money and time. I would love to, to do Star Wars stuff in the future. We will. I, I'm. I'm 100 ready and willing to do D Star Wars role I'm playing down. stuff. I'm I've been I've been wanting to do that for years. I just didn't have anybody do it with me.
1: Um I could see Stan running a D as the Harley Quinn movie that he assumes well, what you assume is gonna be the Harley Quinn movie. That would definitely be your DD.
0: Yo, can we bring back the Rang in our D campaign? <laughs> oh I have that written down somewhere. Yes, we can <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, so I think s Game Day will be, should, it will be a thing. We hope, hopefully it will be a thing, but, um, you know, it's really hard for us to do it in person, because, like, you guys are still in New York City, I'm in DC, but, uh, like I said before, this we could do it over Skype, you know, there's that program, Roll D20. We'll figure it out one day.
1: Yeah, we'll. And we will do it. We'll do it.
0: <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, that that's my topic. Awesome Woo.
1: topic. Nice. Um, well, Move on to some comic book pulls before the next topic. So for this week's comic book pulls, we got Future Quest number one, All New Wolverine issue eight, American Alien one
2: seven oh seven oh, sorry, that was a typo.
1: typo, Spidey Spidey issue six, and that's it.
2: Yeah, um All New Wolverine is going to be kind of cool. It's it's the road to Civil War. The most interesting about it thing about it is that um, Laura is going to meet Old Man Logan. And that's going to set up the next arc. Um, The previous issue was um, an in-between issue, like a filler issue. But Laura teamed up with Squirrel Girl. Great issue. Um, Oh, that was your
1: Choose Your Own Adventure one, right? No, that was
2: Squirrel Girl 7. Uh... That was also really good. Um, I recommend that one, too. American Alien 7, the Superman, that's the last issue of that miniseries. It's been really good. So um, apparently I think Superman's going to be fighting a Lobo in that issue. And I can't wait. And also, Future Quest One is going to be good too because it's got all the Hanna Barbera like Johnny Quest, Space. So Ghost. pretty much,
1: this whole pull list is a uh, Stan, and then well, and Chris is on Future Quest, yeah, and then minus Spidey.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited for Future Quest. It's just Space Ghost and Quest just teaming up and fighting evil and Birdman too. I got a stab in the heart after reading the description because I didn't realize that the character designs were Darwin by Cook. Um, Darwin yeah. Cook. Yeah, and uh, he died. He died over the weekend, battling cancer um, on Saturday, and that was just really depressing and sobering. Because I, I, admittedly, I was a I was a late bloomer to Darwin Cook. The first time I ever heard of him was uh, about two years ago, with the seventy fifth anniversary of Batman, and he created that amazing two or three minute video. Of a Batman Beyond where Terry and Old Man Bruce fight androids. It's really hard to believe that he's gone because he was so he was so uh, so prominent, so talented. And um, aside from that Batman Beyond short, I think the work that he's really most well known for is DC New Frontier. Yes. Have you guys read yes. that? Yes, New Frontier. I I love New Frontier so
2: much. Um, there's also an animated DCU animated movie. Yeah, uh, I've never on gotten it.
1: around to, like, read it or watch it. You
2: need to at least see New Frontier because it's really good. It's, like, um, it sets up the Justice League, so it's a Justice League origin, but it takes place in, like, the 60s, I think. Is is that right, Chris?
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's meant to be a story that bridges the gap between the end of the Golden Age and the start of the Silver Age. So it's there's, like, an alien threat, and the Golden Age iterations of Bats, Superman, and Wonder Woman team up with... The Silver Age versions of like Green Lantern, Flash, Martian Manhunter, and like Flash, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, New Frontier is really good because before that, I I
2: wasn't a fan mm-hmm. of Martian Manhunter and I didn't really care about him as a character. But New Frontier sold me on Martian Manhunter and made me think like, wow, he's really cool. It made me a fan of Martian Manhunter. It's it's really good, and um, there's there's great character moments for batman superman wonder woman it's just it's just a great it's a great movie it's a great comic highly recommend it awesome rest in peace darwin cook uh
1: i definitely need to check out new frontier
2: now rest in peace
1: r.i.p R. yeah well yeah. all
2: right so on to topic three well two let's talk about doom <laughs> so i wasn't i wasn't gonna pick up doom at all it wasn't on my radar um i thought the uh the trailer at E3 last year was cool, but I it didn't go beyond that. Um, I'm not I'm not super familiar with the the lore of Doom. I played the first Doom a few weeks ago when I was t- tell you guys a story about how I wrote that Spider Man 2099 story. My dad's old Windows 96 computer or whatever had Doom on it, and that was like the first time I ever played anything like that. Um, I recently played the original Doom on the 360 when it came to the Xbox Live Arcade, like in 07 or something. And I, after that, I didn't play anything else. I never played doom three, didn't play doom two. So I just, didn't think anything of this game. And then I kind of picked it up on a whim because the semester's coming to a close and I was like, let me get two games. Cause I knew uncharted, I was going to get uncharted four. That was given. It's like, eh, maybe I'll try doom. I was a little iffy on it. Cause there was no reviews out and people didn't get review copies ahead of time. So I was like, uh, is it going to be good? But, and I didn't play the beta eater eater either but i picked it up and and god it's it's so good it is so good you're on mars you're very angry hell has opened up and demons are spilling out and taking over mars and you need to save the station and go to hell and kill as many demons as possible and it's crazy because it's it has this forward momentum to it where you can't stop moving because as soon as you stop moving, you're dead because there's enemies everywhere. They're relentless and you got to keep moving. And um, every time I was playing and I would stop because I would like fall onto those old like Halo, Call of Duty, Gears of War, like muscle memory things where like, let me, let me scout the, you're dead. You have to just keep moving, keep shooting. Um, Some really cool things about this game. There's no reloading. So you're firing the gun until the gun's empty. I have this muscle memory where I will fire a few shots and I'll instinctively press a button to reload, but that button doesn't exist. (laughs) So I'm like, what am I doing? Because I'll crouch. Because I'll press circle and I'll crouch. And I'm like, that's not right. Um, You jump. This This is a small detail that I really like. You jump and a lot of times if you play a game like that and you try to jump and there's like a ledge that's above you, you can't reach that ledge. If you hit a ledge and you're jumping at it, Most of the time, your character will just grab it, and you'll just climb over onto the next platform, which I think is really good. And it feels really good to just jump at platforms, which is weird. Once you attack, once you fight an enemy, and you, like, damage it enough, it'll glow. And you can run up to it, press the melee button, and do, like, a fatality on it. Like, a Mortal Kombat fatality. You will rip a demon in half. I ripped (laughs) a demon's arm off and beat it to death with with its own arm. And when you do that, that's that's yeah. Amazing. So there's no re- there's no regenerative health. You know, like those those games, you'll you'll get hit, you'll get shot. You need to like hide and have your health regenerate. You you'll pick up the only way you heal is by picking up canisters like in the field or doing a fatality on a demon. So when you like beat him to death with his arm, health pops out of his head, and then you just <laughs> take the health and it heals you. And then okay, so so you're constantly going forward, and then you're getting hit because this. The, the demons are relentless, right? So, you're getting damage, and you're like, I need to come at them harder because I need to do fatalities and heal myself. So, you're going straight at them. It feels like you're in a cartoon, you slipped on a banana peel, and you're just shooting through the level. You're like, ah! Boom, 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 boom! <laughs> right? So, <laughs> then, right, I, I was playing the game. I only played it for a few hours, right? Um, so, this is not, a, like, a full review. This is my first few hours. So, I don't I don't know if it's going to hold my attention throughout, but so far, it's it's amazing. Um, you get a chainsaw about the first hour into the game, and the chainsaw has, has – you can upgrade it, but it starts with three fuel things, and it's like, depending on the size of the demon, you may need more fuel to kill them in one shot. I'm like, okay. So I'll, you press square, and he'll just pull out the chainsaw, and then you can just press R1. I'm playing on the PS4 obviously and you'll just swap between the other weapons in your hand. So you'll just you're always you always have the chainsaw handy just so, on the square button. It's mapped to the square button and it'll just like and then you will cut a demon in half with the chainsaw. And and what's cool is is that these kill animations are varied. So you're not always going to chop the demon in half the same way. Sometimes you'll go down the middle. Sometimes the demon will put his arm up and you'll cut through his arm and his head. It's like insane. And then You will fight an enemy that's too big for your chainsaw and the game will tell you, you cannot cut him in half, sir. You must step away. (sighs) This game is fucking crazy. What else? There's minimal... Um, your character is basically silent, right? There's not a lot of talking. Um, for your character, it's he's like a blank slate, basically. There's story, but it doesn't beat you over the head with the story. There's not these long drawn out cut scenes. Everything plays out in a sort of you're you're running through um, an empty base, like a station on Mars, and everyone's like possessed or dead, and there's demons everywhere, and so you're running through the station, and then you'll see like a hologram and I'll give you some story or you'll, you'll get an audio log or you'll pick up a codex or something. And, but none of that is like necessary, right? You don't need any of that stuff. This is one of those few games where the experience is just so pure that you can just, it's simple and pure in the sense that you can just jump in and you, you, you don't need anything else. But if there's more there, if you want to like peel back those layers and, you know, modify your weapons, upgrade your suit, read all those codexes because and also because doom isn't like hitting you over the head with all this story stuff i actually feel like i i want to like read all the codexes and stuff so every time i I pick up a new like um one of those codex things those like diary entries i'm like great i want to read this shit i'll pause the game and i'll read it and i like i never do that in like a game like halo or some shit like that where it's like oh you know, all the forerunners. Like, fuck the forerunners. Right? I don't give a fuck about the forerunners. I don't want to sit here and read this shit. I want to shoot some aliens. No, this one, it's like, I want to murder as many demons as possible, but I also want to read how they work in their systems. And it's like, a, it's cool because every demon also has, like, a little bio and it tells you, like, how they work in the hierarchy of hell. Like, these, these lower level guys... Find corpses and use those corpses to do rituals to summon bigger demons. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. And And then I'll go back in the game and I'll be like tearing him in half with my bare hands. Speaking of, there is an upgrade in this game where I didn't even know what, I don't know what it's called. It happened so fast that I didn't know what was going on but there was like this fiery orb in the air that I kind of ran into and I was holding a shotgun and then he ran into the thing. I thought it was like a bullet that was like in the air or something. I ran into it and then Doom Guy drops his gun picks up his fists, and for two minutes I became one punch man. <laughs> left, left trigger is your left fist right trigger is your right fist and for two minutes I'm just steamrolling enemies one shot one kill, punching them in half, ripping them in two, punching their arms off. I kicked the dude in the chest and I put a hole in chest with my foot. (laughs) It was the craziest and then it it, then it was over. And then he picked up his gun and it was like back to back to business. (laughs) This game is insane. Like I haven't I haven't done there's multiplayer stuff too. I haven't touched any of that stuff. I've just been playing the main story and the campaign is just so good. And I'm only a few hours in, like I said, so I'm not giving a full review but I think this might be my favorite first person shooter like ever it's it's just insane it's i don't want to do any comparison stuff but i'll do it anyway it's kind of like someone took halo and then they took god of war and they put them together because it's it's like you're man this game you're tearing people in half and then you're like this crazy space marine that was like super pissed off and one of the loading screens in the game was like because you know sometimes you load the game and it'll tell you what your objective is or whatever it'll be like um doc doctor whoever is here to provide you any help you need you don't need his help though you're gonna do this anyway and i'm like yeah i'm doom guy (laughs) fuck everybody and and he's just it's cool too because you're like running through and then there's like these little robots and stuff that have like upgrades for your guns and so you'll grab so you go there and I was like, how do you want to upgrade your gun? So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this mod on it. And then Doom Guy will take the mod from the robot, grab the robot and punch in the face. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm moving on. You're out, out of my face. And then another funny thing is like when you start the game, you know how you gotta get the suit, like that that whole trobo, you 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 wake up from cryo sleep or whatever, you gotta get the power suit, you gotta put it on and stuff, right? You go and you do that, and you put on the helmet and starts so initializing, like oh, loading up your HUD or whatever. And there's like this little screen that pops up in the end, I'm like this is happening to the base, and it's like um, system offline, offline, offline. Um, and then Doom guy gets pissed and he grabs the window and throws it. <laughs> like after, he's like fuck that, and he just takes off. It's like. It's like the best. It, I I love this game so much. So it's
1: like comedy, horror, action, fucking everything.
2: Yeah, it's it's just it's very violent. It's it's a, like Mortal Kombat levels of violence and gore, but you're doing it on demons, so it feels it feels all right. It's and like I'm in space. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> space. I'm ripping demons in half and selling, sending them back to hell. I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, and you're doing it to protect humanity, so even better. So Doom, man. You got you gotta fucking try Doom, man. That's my uh, opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um after after Stan messaged me today, I I'm just a thousand times more excited to play oh, yeah, this game. I, I can't wait. It's a very Chris game, because it's just demons exploding oh, yeah. body parts like, and like robots to stop playing.
2: While I was playing, I was like, this is a this is a Chris game, one hundred percent. It's it's very dead spacey too, in the way that it's just you're this empty derelict like station on Mars and there's like all this like gore and monsters and codex over here, and you're trying to figure out what happens to the space station and why everything is the way it is. And you're also, and then you know what? Eventually, this game just fucking started. Eventually, I'm gonna go to actual hell, and I think I'm gonna fight the devil in the end. Like, <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Well, you gotta.
0: You gotta I mean, that's that's just, that's classic. I mean, doom. how are you
1: gonna stop? How are you gonna stop demons? You have to go to the source. Yeah, I know. That's
2: that's what is fucking crazy. You're on Mars, and Mars looks crazy, and it's like so. It's beautiful, and it's huge, and it's red, and there's like sandstorms, and there's empty space stations, and then, and then you're gonna go to hell. You're gonna go to actual hell and fight more demons in actual hell. Which with is, your
1: chainsaw. With your chainsaw. You to punch, you to
2: punch him punch in the face. You know, punch. In you the punch head. Satan in the
0: face. It's crazy. This
1: game's crazy. Well, oh, shit. I can't wait for Doom.
0: Yeah. Well, to play it. that's also fun. Um, Broforce, they also have a, a series of levels where it parodies Doom. It is the hardest part of Broforce ever, but it's so much fun. Just like giant demon uh, demon worms come out and spew out demons everywhere. And like there's like these little necromancers that throw, throw these little orbs. And they like they raise zombie zombie demons from the ground, and there's these giant skulls that rain down kamikaze style and and blow you up. It's awesome. So if like there's it. any of that in this game, I need it. And one more thing, have you guys seen the Doom movie that came out in two thousand five with Dwayne no. the Rock Johnson? With yeah, with with the Rock. I've never no. seen it. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's.
2: I heard it was awful. Super bad. I heard it was terrible. Well,
1: maybe we should all, like, once we're all done beating Doom, we'll all go and watch the Doom movie. Okay. If we're, if we're going to do that, then we should do the same thing for Resident Evil. I've seen all the Resident Evil movies. Like, I recently just did a binging of it. Oh, uh, did like, you? Yeah.
2: I love those movies. I recently three.
1: did a, a binge from, like, 1 to one to 5. And uh, I even threw in the two animated movies.
2: Degeneration and... And, and
1: uh, damnation. So, like, if it's, like, binging the games and then binging the movies, uh, I don't give a fuck. I'll do it. <laughs> Done it before, I'll do it again.
2: I'm planning on actually... Side side note, I'm planning on going back to the remake. Um, I didn't finish Zero yet, but I'm... Zero's very frustrating... To me,
1: oh zero is extremely frustrating. Yeah, it's
2: very frustrating, especially the farther you get into it. Um, but re- the remake is still my favorite, and I've been meaning to go back and trying to do one of the crazier runs. Because if you see those trophy lists, there's like play the whole game with just the knife and stuff. And and something tells me that I want to try one of those crazy as. Well, moves. I'm going.
1: Speaking of the remake, um, I am definitely when it comes out getting Resident Evil Five. And I'm going to Platinum that fucking game again.
2: Again? Oh, again. Jeez. You know how many times...
1: I've 100%ed <sighs> that game twice. And yeah. I will do it one more time.
2: You know how many times I played through Resident Evil 5 on the 360 and on the PS3. And I only just, I think last year, got the Platinum the PS3 version. I got the
1: Platinum last year on the PS3 version. I got the 100% on Xbox 360 about three months after the game came
2: out. Do you think when they re-release Resident Evil 5 that they're going to make the DLC trophies part of the Platinum no, this time? No. you think it's still going to be the original? Yeah.
1: I think it'll be its own side thing. Mm. Well, yeah, that was enough off topic. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Doom! Yeah, f- fu- fucking play it. Like, dude, like, you're listening to this, man. You don't even need... The reviews will probably be up by the time this is up. This is the only review you need. You gotta fucking play that game. or right? You <laughs> fucking punch a guy in the head and he'll rip his face off. And yeah. he's a demon.
0: Yo, uh, how does multiplayer work? Cause I really want to play with you guys. He doesn't
2: know we haven't. I haven't played multiplayer yet. You can um, be
0: demons, right? If you can be demons, that's all I want. I think you oh can. I think you God. can be
2: team demons. Human versus team I think demons. you can be demons. Um, yeah. They, I know that Ooh. there's a lot of different things like um, game types, and I think you can be demons. It's it's one definitely
1: one. like team doom guy, team yeah team of doom guys versus team demons yeah i
2: think that's one of them there's also this thing called snap map which essentially you make your own it's like a modding tool for the game that's built in you make your own maps that and cool. you can make multiplayer maps or you can make extended like co-op missions oh, and you can actually nice. you can string them together into a playlist so that you and like a buddy can play through your own custom doom campaign that's sounds, that's,
0: that's amazing yeah
2: so I haven't I haven't tried those yet, but when I will, I'll bring it up. But so far the campaign has just been aces, non nonstop like rollercoaster, just like fucking crazy shit.
0: I think that, that was I think that's a pretty clever move for Bethesda to, to not give out uh, demo or uh, review copies and to like be really mum and stringent on the embargo because like I think you just go into the game with like zero expectations. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, z- quote unquote zero i mean the doom franchise has a very very particular flavor and aesthetic but i feel like judging from stan's reaction you it's like an assault on all your senses you're just overwhelmed and you're just sucked in and you're just like oh demons oh mars oh my god and then and and you're just taken in by surprise and it makes it a lot more fun yeah i wasn't
2: expect. i was expecting it to be fun but i wasn't expecting to have this much of a good time with it where i'm just like I really want to go back to doom over and over again. And I, I'm forcefully stopping myself so I can finish the fight in uncharted. Cause I'm really interested in seeing how that series wraps up. But as soon as I do that, I'm going straight back into doom because that game is fucking crazy. And yeah, like if, if the reviews had come out on time, I don't know if I would have picked up doom cause I would have read it. And I'm like, eh, okay, sounds right. Eh, who knows? Right. But me like physically going, well, I don't know anything. Why don't I give it a chance? Cause fuck it. It paid off, and I, I think it paid off better than if I had read anything. And I think people were worried that Bethesda didn't send out review copies ahead of time, but I think this is one of those instances where they knew it was fucking good, and they're like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> Everybody gets it at the same time, and you know what? Yeah, okay, it was probably it
1: was a, the smarter move on their play. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Thanks for your little Doom doom review. Full review when I'm done. Four hours. Yeah, the first
2: four hours. Full review when I'm done, but so far, excellent. Nice. Right
1: on. That's pretty much this episode. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Definitely rate. Rate us five stars. Share it. Share it to all your friends. All doom lovers. All non-doom lovers. Anyone who wants to rip the shit out of a demon or like...
0: Should be everybody. Everyone.
2: Everyone.
0: (laughs) every. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Ripping up demons is American pastime,
2: you know? Rate us highly, give us five stars like you said, and tell your friends. Facebook. Facebook.com slash group slash Piles. join us. We share the freshest memes <laughs> and news on there. And Chris is super active and I try to be active. I'll probably be more active this summer. And yeah, it's a good time. You
0: know I'm really proud of that. I, I I've noticed it more recently. A lot a lot more of our members are contributing now. It's not just me anymore which is great I mean I don't mind I don't mind posting memes but it's great to have like more community interaction so keep it up guys yeah interact 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 and we're like at 317 members yeah so Whoa. reaching
2: for that 350 we're taking over we have more members in that group than I have friends on Facebook
1: <laughs> Oh snap you know what that means time to add Stan on facebook <laughs>
2: I'll probably deny you, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, you can also get us on Twitter at Super Nerd Pals, uh Instagram, Super Nerd Pals. Website
2: uh, SupernerdPals.com.
1: Well that was gonna be the grand finale, okay. but there's also SuperNerdPals.tumblr.com Yep. And super nerdpals.com. And we also got a YouTube.
0: We,
2: we we do got a YouTube. Chris has the first part. Where the hell is part two? By the uh, way, first dude, part that was alien like three weeks ago.
0: I was just uh, so bad. So I'm trying to get like a a working recording schedule. I don't know. I have so much. Re- I have so much respect for YouTubers who are able to upload like one or two videos every single day. And I I'm over here struggling to like Chris. You know what the trick is? You know what the trick is Chris. Don't sleep.
2: Don't no, sleep no, at no, all. No. No, no, no. You record it all at once, and then you cut it into sections later. Uh, okay, thanks, Stan. That's what you do. You gotta, you gotta do the whole thing at once and pretend you're, you're your staggering. Your one, like,
1: one-hour episode is, like, eight YouTube videos.
2: No, but also, like, you play the whole game at once, and then you cut it up. You beat the game, Chris, and then you cut it up. I'm sorry, Stan,
1: I'm a noob. I'm a noob. <laughs>
2: Anyway,
0: if you want to go bother Chris about that, where can where can they bother you, Chris? <laughs> you can bother me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for hire That's KYO Ninja for Hire. You can get me
1: on Twitter at SweetJustice One, and you can get Stan on Twitter at
2: Standoom. Doom. Doom. Doom like the badass game. I won't rip you in half though. <laughs> well thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks guys for listening. Peace out. Catch you next week.